0: Hi, welcome to the American Coin-Op Podcast. Since 1960, American Coin-Op Magazine has been the independent voice of the self-service laundry industry. I'm your host and editor of the magazine, Bruce Beggs. I've served American coin since 2011, and I'm in my 32nd year as a reporter editor. Like many service businesses, it benefits a vended laundry to be designed such that it's comfortable for customers to move around in, yet functional so they can easily and quickly wash, dry, and fold their laundry. But there's much more to laundry design than just scribbling locations for washers and dryers on a piece of paper. My guest today, Carl Henricks, has spent most of his life in laundromats. Growing up revolved around the family distributorship HK Laundry Equipment. At age 13, he carried his father's toolbox and learned how to fix washers and dryers. By 16, he was making collections and his own repairs. Every summer, he worked on the installation crew or ran the distributorship while his father was on vacation. After college, he worked three years as an environmental research chemist before returning to the laundry business, where he has worked full-time since 1980. He took over the family's longtime Hipsch distributorship in 1995. Carl also owns and operates four laundromats. He serves on the Coin Laundry Association Board of Directors and routinely contributes articles and commentary to laundry industry trade publications like American Coin He joins me today from his office in Armonk, New York. Good afternoon, Carl, and welcome to the American coin Podcast. Good afternoon. Well, thanks for joining me. Let's uh, dive right into our topic, and that topic is effective laundromat design. What are some basic store design ideas that a new store owner or investor should keep in mind?
1: Whenever you're designing a laundromat, you need to keep in mind your customers. The laundromat has to be safe and inviting,
0: comfortable,
1: and also efficient, or no customers will come. And it also needs to be profitable. So when you're designing a laundromat, it needs to incorporate laundry flow, throughput, and that's, you know, the process of going from the washers to the dryers to the folding and then out, safety and security, um, efficiency and and moderate cost in construction, and also just trying to maximize the profit of the store and, and maximize the revenue per square foot. So those are some of the the criteria that we're always looking at when we start to look at store design
0: so should a store be designed in a specific pattern to optimize the movement of clothes and customers throughout and and if so what would this pattern look like
1: the the flow of laundry is is, is a classic one and it, it's it's from washers to dryers and then to folding tables you know whenever you have laundry carts in a laundry then the close proximity of each of these consecutive processes is not as critical as let's say in a, a kitchen triangle where you know you're, you're going between the, the sink and the refrigerator and the stove but it is an important issue that you don't want to have too much traffic creating pinch points or bottlenecks with the customers uh, there should be an easy flow throughout the entire laundromat and that basically just means generous aisles and very little clutter around them or, or the seating areas which you might put in the aisles. It, it just needs to naturally be able to flow and people need to easily get from one side of the store to the other.
0: Can washers and dryers be positioned anywhere in a store or should they only be placed in certain spots?
1: Well, whenever we design a store, we're always looking at where do we put the dryers? Because the dryers need to be positioned first whenever we lay out a whole store. Um, The dryers require huge amounts of makeup air, and it's easier and, and best if they're located on an outside wall. That way we can very easily just cut holes in the wall and be able to provide easy access for this makeup air. After that, really the largest washers want to be placed up by the front door, closest to the customers, because Really, who's using the big machines they're they're your best customers they're coming in with garbage bags full of clothes and you want to have the big machines close and, and to the proximity of the door to, to help and ease your best customers the other thing is that you know we're going to put the smaller machines farthest away from the front door so if somebody has an in-between load Generally, I've found, from my experience, they're really lazy and they're going to go to the first machine they go to. So I much rather have them go to a much more expensive machine that gives me more profit and more revenue than a cheaper machine. So I always put a gradient of the biggest machines closest to the front door and the smallest ones farthest away.
0: How might equipment maintenance needs impact store design? I mean, you've got to get in there and you've got to work on your equipment from time to time. How does that uh, play a role in how you lay out your store?
1: Maintenance and cleaning are are very important aspects in in laundromats. Um, Obviously, we need to create a minimum amount of room behind the washers and dryers for a service technician to properly and easily be able to do their their work and their job. Uh, In addition, drainage basins have lint filters that need to be cleaned every day. Um, We need to have easy access to this this cleaning, or frankly, it probably won't be done. So there is certain aspects that need to be incorporated in the design of laundromats, and and we need to be able to sh- make sure that the common and, and easy maintenance is done on a regular basis.
0: One aspect of laundry design that, that might not be prevalent or might not be something that one thinks about easily is store lighting. Is there anything special that one should be aware of there?
1: No one has ever complained in a laundromat about having too much light. <laughs> um, my personal slogan is the more light, the better. Um, when I have electricians you know, start to look at you know, the amount of lights I, I suggest in a laundromat, they, they go, well, this is three times an office amount. And I go, it doesn't matter. More light is better. It, it, it provides a higher level of safety and security, Light also makes your customers feel better, you know, shades of phototherapy. Um, Lights inside and outside the entire store also creating an inviting atmosphere, kind of almost like um, the marketing billboard effect of your store. It becomes a, a lighthouse or a beacon that now all of a sudden anybody passing by can see exactly what you're all about. Generally, especially with LEDs now, they're so cheap to operate. You know, the more light, the better is my philosophy.
0: What about clearly separating areas, distinct areas, washing, drying, folding, amenities, what have you? Uh, Is it okay to do that, or is it best to try to meld meld all of those things into a a central design?
1: It just makes common sense to... uh, design and efficiency to run all the drain lines and all the washer lines you know on the same wall or in the same area the same thing holds true with the dryers and the gas the gas and the electrical and the venting and the makeup air. it just makes sense to be able to create sections where we can just put banks of washers and banks of dryers and really from a cost and construction point of view sense. We're not—we're not building a Taj Mahal here. We're trying to create very straightforward, simple, utilitarian, but but nice decor on a laundromat design.
0: How much seating should be available for waiting customers? You know, there's—you uh, know—that can vary widely. Some stores are very small; others, 10,000 square feet. What's kind of a rule of thumb for seating, Carl?
1: I don't really have one, to be perfectly honest. Um, when I design a store, I'm really – I'm looking for a proper balance of washers to dryers to folding tables. To me, to some extent, basic – you know, seating is necessary, but it, it's also kind of a luxury. i much rather have, you know, a little bit more drying capacity than washing capacity so that, again, people – who are coming out of the washers can go directly into the dryers, and we need to have folding tables because if we have too few folding tables, then people will start to fold their clothes out of the dryers. The last thing we want to do in any store is to just willy-nilly just throw machines in without any empirical formula to, to make sure that we've got a good ratio of the three of them. What I was always told was, and what we do now, is we try to go with 20% more drying capacity than washing capacity. 20 is, is the target, but we'll go as, as low as 10%. I've also found that for every 100 pounds of washing capacity, we want to have a folding table. And I've found that stores that we've consistently designed with those metrics work really well so that on those Saturdays and Sundays when the crowds and the hordes of people come in, it's a very orderly flow and we don't have people waiting um, and getting very frustrated because they can't dry their clothes or they can't get out of the store as quickly as they would like. But when it comes to seating, we just try to squeeze it in wherever we can. Obviously, we, in my territory, don't have the luxury of, of of five or even 10,000 square foot stores, but we will, on a bigger store, we'll certainly make a conscious effort for seating.
0: How might a store's exterior influence how things are handled within that store?
1: Everything about building laundromats is based on perspective of the, the laundromat customer, you know, the end user. For example, the best type of parking is drive-up parking, just like a, a strip mall. This way the customer can jump out of the car and in a few steps be right in the store main doors need to be closest to the parking areas Um, if you have a a large store with multiple entrances you know then you want to again follow the the door or the access closest to the parking Um, electric sliding doors are nice if there's a lot of glass windows in the front then when it comes to design, we're, we're either putting folding counters there or seating units or sometimes uh, the back of small washers that then we're hiding with maybe some heavy uh, privacy tint on the glass up to the top of the washer. But, you know, the exterior itself, really we're working with the parking lot and, and that's dictating kind of if, if we're starting with a, a clean slate, exactly where we position doors and windows and, and where the machines will start to lay out.
0: We're going to wrap up the podcast for today, Carl, thanks for spending the time with me. My last question to you today is, are there any final store design or workflow tips that you can offer our audience? Anything that you haven't already discussed uh, during today's podcast?
1: Probably the biggest mistake that people make with laundry and laundry design is they try to put in too many washers. I, I've, I've had architects do this. I've had other people do this, where they'll jam pack the whole store with washers, and they won't even think about having a proper ratio of washers to drying capacity. And most laundromat salespeople will understand that concept. Very few understand that you also then need to go and be above and beyond that, and actually consider folding counters. A good design will just flow. A poor design is immediately apparent. It's very similar to a a baseball catcher who all of a sudden starts to make a lot of errors. Everybody on the field will instantly know it, and if you have a poor design, everyone begins to realize that you you don't maybe know why, but you don't feel comfortable in the space. And people have frankly, lots of choices to go to do their laundry. And with a poorly designed store, they're probably going to go elsewhere.
0: Uh, Thank you for that, uh, Carl. And with that, we'll end today's podcast. It's been a pleasure talking to you.
1: You too, Bruce. Take care.
0: The American coin Podcast is a production of American Trade Magazines LLC in Chicago with music written by Nazar Ryback and provided by Hook Sounds. For more information about our podcasts, Visit our website at AmericanCoinOp.com or consult The Wire, our weekly e-newsletter. I welcome your podcast feedback, including your topic suggestions, at my email, bbags at atmags.com. For American Coin Op, this is editor Bruce Bags saying your cycle is up.